Welcome back to another episode of The Big Freedom Show. I'm one of your hosts here, Charlie Thompson. With me as always, the king himself, John King, and your favorite libertarian, Nate Thurston. You, you might have wondered what happened to us last week, and I'll tell you what happened. Nate's bachelor party happened. Yep. Yes. Couldn't do anything afterwards. We, we had a few too many whiskeys in the week. Mm. In case you didn't know, Nate's getting married. Coming soon. Love it. Yeah, we went out and um, could not edit the episode whatsoever. We have a great episode from last week that I think we are going to still release. Is you, that true? You might get a two for this week if, if Charlie gets it together. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. it's all my fault. It is. All mine. It is Charlie's job to keep this thing going, and he has failed miserably. <laughs> So far. Yeah, we, so. we carry the load, don't we, Nate? Yep. I forgot to tell you that this show is brought to you by Freedom and Liberty. That's what we talk about here on the big Freedom Show, in case you didn't get that. Freedom and Liberty. Yes. Mm-mm. Gotta Always get you appropriate. <laughs> yeah. And coming at you soon, this is, uh, this is what, our 25th or 26th episode, I think, somewhere around there. We've been talking about this big Freedom Show kit, the American Starter Dream Kit. American, the American Dream, Dream Starter, Starter Kit. kit. And uh, clearly, I'm not part of the design team on that, because <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Well, we said we carry the load. We but um, I got to tell you, that's coming out soon, soon too. We, we still don't know when, but it's, it's coming. So <laughs> be on the lookout for us to announce that in next year. <laughs> next year is sometime. This, we should be getting project, the project, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're waiting on a vote. It's coming up next they're, week. They're going to be so. about $300 a piece for a piece of 3D printed plastic. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, if Cards Against Humanity can sell poop in a box. Was it actual poop? I think so. I don't know what kind. I wonder what variant. I don't think that's... Is that a, legal? No, it's not legal. You can't do that. But okay. I, I'll check the statutes. Emojis do it. I don't think it is. We got poop emojis <laughs> for sure. Man, <laughs> I was checking my Facebook the other day. Were you? Wait, you don't yeah. have Facebook. Yeah, I deleted it. Did because you turn it they, back on for yeah, a second? No, I, no, I'm not going to let them steal all my stuff. No way. Why not? Because <laughs> I hate it when the government does it, so I'm not going to let them do it either. I don't think that's why you deleted it. No, but, I deleted it years ago. But in case you <laughs> haven't heard in, in the news the last couple of days, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO from Facebook, has been testifying in front of Congress. Can we call him the Zuck for the rest of the episode? The Zuck. The Zuck sure. has been testifying. He has. And, uh, you know, it's been going well, I guess. They gave him a booster seat. Yeah, he, did you guys see that? Yes, they oh, actually man. put him on a booster seat. So he had to he sit up a little bit be taller, a little bit better stature. <laughs> Is he short? I never, never noticed. I think it was just a big chair. Well, he wasn't <laughs> on camera. Oh well, yeah. Unless you saw the side view, that man was prepped for this thing. I mean, every single response it was well, senator. Well, think about it too. He's a smart guy, congressman. I wonder if he mixed <clears> the gym, <throat> gender up on any of those. He, he said congresswoman when it was a woman. That's a dangerous move. Congressman. Never but know. But senator's just senator. He was a lot different from that character that I saw played portraying him, you know, in the social network. Do you guys notice that? He commented on that a little bit. Did he? was he? a lot less uh, mm-hmm. egotistical and pompous. Yeah. For yeah, sure. They, one of the I missed that version of, of Zuckerberg. Well, one <laughs> of the congressmen actually asked him about, I guess it was called Face Smash Yeah. today, and he said it was uh, inaccurately portrayed in a film 
<laughs> he probably can't even speak about it. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure he's been sued 40 times till. Yeah. I did hear him uh, asked about that one time when the after the movie came out, and he said that there was a reason that there was a drama category and that everything was completely dramatized. But that's not what we're talking yeah, about. And today. he's getting pretty good marks so far. He went up there. His, Pun. His, his <laughs> yeah. For, Mark this, is getting some yeah, pretty Zuck's, good marks. Zuck's first trip to Washington. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he hasn't been questioned before. I feel like he has been. Not I think this in front was the of, first time in front of Congress. Yeah, and it was funny. It was like watching a kindergartner try to interview a CEO on some of them. They were asking things about like the Android operating system, and they had no idea who they were even talking to. Just it was like your drunk grandpa asking tech questions to the CEO of Facebook. <laughs> I've got a really good one for that, but I want to start off. So, in case you don't know about what's going on with Facebook. Um, apparently there was another company that ended up acquiring about 87 million, uh, users, Cambridge Analytica, Cambridge Analytica that Trump used and, uh, other people used. It wasn't just Trump. And, and the way they got your data in this case was through a third party application. Right. And when you use Facebook to log into certain things, a lot of times we don't realize it, but we're actually giving them a lot more information than just getting to skip registering for a login and password. Right. So when you have Candy Crush on your phone and you log into Candy, I've never had it on my phone, by the way, but mm-hmm. it's got yeah. a lot. Of, it's got a lot of downloads. <clears throat> and you say when it's like, "Hey, Guilty. log in," and it says "Log in with Facebook," and you click that button button because it's a lot <laughs> easier than having to type in a bunch of information. Uh, then it. A screen pops up and says, uh, Candy Crush is going to get access to your public profile and all your friends' information and and the 47 you're born, other lines of and all your yeah. pictures and basically everything you put on Facebook. And, and I'm sure just like everyone, read, everyone reads completely through that, right? Yeah. They, they've you always read and those agreements. Back to how many of these things you've just clicked through over the years. I mean, we've yeah. all had Facebook pretty much our entire adult lives. There's probably two or three hundred things everyone's logged in through. There isn't an exact number, but Zuckerberg did say that I think it was over a hundred million websites or apps. Hmm. So anyway, that, there's a little congrats. background on there. Yeah, and I want to start off with this article. Um, Congress demands to know how Facebook got people to give up their civil liberties without a fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what they were doing today. Yeah, huh? yeah that's what they are. <laughs> Give us the keys to the castle. Know. What's your secret? I'm kidding. This is an article from The Onion, but it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious if you think about this because you freely gave Facebook your personal information. You gave them your name and your birthday. Mm-hmm. In fact, when first Facebook first came around, they asked for your full name, and a lot of people were giving their middle names out there. Uh, so they got your birthday. They got your sex, they, your religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what school you go to? Did you graduate? Did you not graduate? Where do you work? Do you wash cars? They literally have just about everything on there that you will give them, and most people have given them everything. And so Facebook has a wealth of data, and it's worth a, a lot <clears throat> Those of money. Those ads are so good. Freely you, given data. Yes, we freely. We will point out. Yeah. Yes. Through We're not consent. paying anything for Facebook. 
No. And we also voluntarily log into Facebook. We voluntarily put all of that information on there and we voluntarily use their website that and, they created. And voluntarily use these third-party apps because yeah. we're too lazy to enter a login and password. And so. we voluntarily hit allow or I agree every single time let's, one of those things pop up. Let's go ahead and own that part. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to get to a couple questions and we'll have a little bit of discussion after this. So I watched some of the live hearings today, actually, and I want to go over some uh, congressmen and congresswomen questions. There's just a few of them here. And uh, John and Nate, I kind of want to know how you would answer these if you were Zuck. Okay, so, uh, Zuck. <clears throat> so, and and nothing's off limits here, besides c curse words. We don't want to be listed as explicit in Apple. I know you two both have a ridiculous potty mouth. Yeah. But we've got to contain that. I mean, here after that last show. after that last episode, Chuck Limbaugh, it got a little <laughs> weird. So, uh, answer this. Either one of you can take the questions. Answer this how you how Zuckerberg would answer. But nothing's off the table. So, uh, question from Congressman Hudson from North Carolina. He said, and I don't have the exact quotes because I was watching this live. So he said something to the essence of special forces at Fort Bragg that might have had a profile. Or their family members have profiles, etc. What is Facebook doing about the potential national security threat of these soldiers' locations being known, etc.? I would say you probably need to talk to the soldiers about what information they're giving out. Yeah, uh, I would say you know we have a we have a little bit of experience with this. I guess all three of us do. We have all traveled overseas to military bases on these armed forces entertainment tours um, uh, to play music, and uh, we have a little bit of experience with this idea because I do know that when we went to uh, the Middle East and we had to go to Kuwait and Bahrain and and uh, a bunch of other places. Um, we were told not to post where we were going beforehand. We couldn't post from those areas at that time. We we couldn't really post anything on Facebook. And really and, everything had to be reviewed yeah. by a curator to make sure that we weren't going to do anything compromising, even by accident. And so the, the ridiculous part of that question is, how is it Facebook's job to ensure that security all, all the time. It's the, the person's job or the person's commander. That's like job. asking them to not allow people to post drunk photos in the middle of the night. Yeah. Good like, luck with that. That's the next step. Or pictures of their stupid food that they're eating like anyone cares. See, I would support that legislation. <laughs> Let's yeah. ban food pictures. Absolutely. So, <laughs> not so, really. But what you're saying is it's not Facebook's responsibility. I mean, they, ha Zuck says they have no. some type of obligation, you know? They have all this data that shouldn't they keep it secure facebook has an obligation to not force you to use their website that's their only obligation everything else is your fault that's and it realize once again you're getting their service for free yeah and i think if you watch this i of course i agree with both nate and john but if you watch these hearings it's it's almost like you know because facebook became what it what what it is that somehow zuckerberg being the ceo somehow he now has to guarantee certain things to users of a free platform. Like this is a free platform that you don't have to sign up for. And because you did now, now all of a sudden, you know, he is somehow tasked with protecting anything and everything that you freely gave to Facebook. It's asinine. It really is. You don't have to use Facebook. 
You don't have to get on there. You don't have to, you don't have to share pictures of cats or, you know, dog videos or whatever <laughs> you do or talk politics on there. All you annoying people who talk politics on Facebook. Charlie. You know? Hate it. That's why I'm not on there. <laughs> Just can't stand You're it. Definitely not on there, are you? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, no, I have several pages. So uh, I thought that the thing that was really annoying, which I know you're going to get into this, was just sort of the tone of the lawmakers to him. Yeah, a lot of them talked down to him. Almost there were some good. Oh, you know? there was definitely like you know, big man. Uh, you know, I've got the opportunity to rip down the richest man in the world, and just like talking to him like he was three and worthless and all that stuff. The worst one I think was Congresswoman Mrs. Dingle from Michigan literally drilled him on all the things that Zuckerberg doesn't know. For instance, she asked him, you know, we just talked about this. How many websites or apps does, you know, the Facebook sign up or the Facebook like button or whatever, how many of those exist outside of Facebook? May as well just ask how many fish are in the sea. Right. It's pretty He was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know that. And she was like, how can the CEO of Facebook not know this question? You have 20,000 people working on this now. (laughs) Yeah, they got 27,000 employees. How is one guy supposed to know everything? It was a little ridiculous. Don't disrespect the Zuck. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of ironic because the government takes your data without consent. And then they have the audacity. I mean, if you haven't heard me blow up about the NSA and all that, not if again. you want to hear some more. We don't more, have time for no, that. No, I'm not, I'm not going into it. I'm just Charlie. saying if you wanted to hear some Chuck Limbaugh, go back, <laughs> go back a few episodes where I got really angry about the United States government violating your civil liberties uh, without consent completely. Uh, and you didn't freely give it to them, right? It's not like Facebook is going into your cell phone and recording your calls, right? They're not doing They're not. That. They did. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, they did come out and say that they do use some of your messenger conversations for yeah. ad targeting. But, but people have known that. That was a big thing when they, that came out about messenger years ago. Because yeah. I remember all kinds of people deleting the messenger yeah, app Yeah, you talk about a party and they're going to start sending you stuff for Party City. Yeah. Right. It's just what they do. It's their app. You're using their app to communicate. Exactly. This is not some kind of private, you're not sending a letter here. You're not talking to someone in person. You're using their app to communicate. And you know what? Common sense people, I, I know I'm jumping the gun a little bit here, but if you don't want anybody to see something, don't put it on the internet. Yeah, don't yeah. put it out there. It stays forever. There's no other way to put it. You're just going to have to have a little bit of personal responsibility, something we advocate for around here at the Big Freedom Show. I'm a little bit worried that a lot of people have kind of a misunderstanding about what's happened with this this Facebook data breach, because we hear about data breaches all the time. That It happens all the time. And normally, it's someone got your bank account information, and someone got you know access to all of the stuff on your computer and, and things like that. This was not not that. This was information about a profile that you have on a website. And uh, and that was it. That they said that they weren't going to give to people that or sell to people that eventually, uh, you know, got sold to people. But, uh, but I, they still, didn't directly they do didn't it. It was it. through another app. And they've always done uh, studies. They they have they have all they have always done. Um, <laughs> studies uh, like for colleges and things like that and allowed people to study the use of Facebook by a certain amount of people. This this has always happened. The thing that happened, and this is a company that they've used before, is someone came up to this 
other company and offered them enough money to get access to all of this information that Pete, we already knew that Facebook used um, what, survey information, basically, um, you know, what do you, what do you call it? Like census survey. Yeah, basically. And this was a company that was doing <laughs> like personality tests and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So, but uh, I just want people to realize that this does not mean that your debit card was stolen or no. anything like this. This no. is uh, only things that you have done on Facebook. They've determined you like red and enjoy Chardonnay. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Sorry, Chardonnay lovers. <clears throat> From the Washington Post, Representative David McKinley accused Zuckerberg and Facebook for quote unquote hurting people by failing to combat users who try to sell open opioids on the site which let me interject how hilarious is this he gets called to the hill to talk about privacy oh by the way opioids yeah. while we got you here you're it's, now liable for all opioid trafficking on facebook and guns popular. too i mean hey there's some guns so yep. there were some ads about fentanyl and other things like that pharmaceutical companies you know buying advertisement for people who are in pain like you know you post a picture of your car wreck Facebook knows you've been in a wreck, and then, you know, the pharmaceutical companies want to advertise to you, like, hey, we can take care of some of your pain. And it's just, I've, I have an analogy here, because because Facebook owns a free platform that they allow people to use for social purposes, somehow they're at fault for hurting people because they don't tell pharmaceutical companies that they can't advertise for opioids on the site. And I liken that to, is the government hurting people by failing to combat users who try to sell opioids on their streets and sidewalks? Now, the government owns the streets and the sidewalks. Let's and not forget about standing there selling drugs. Yeah. They're hanging out outside his house at that border wall. Oh, MS-13s man. are there. No, selling drugs. Always drug looking. Honestly, I don't want to go home right now because I know he's there until about seven o'clock every night trying to sell me. And, and seven, uh, he's hungry. Yeah, just can't do it. No, he he really. I, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared about those MS13s. <laughs> but uh, is that what they're called? Did I get that? That's what the Trump says. Okay, cool. No, but uh, you know, is the government at fault for allowing you know anytime someone sells a drug on the street, like what Charlie said, are they at fault for that? Because Facebook, apparently, according to the government, is at fault for someone who sells opioids uh, being able to contact you on Facebook. Uh, the government owns all the streets and the roads, and and they do such a great job taking care of those. So since they they own that mode of service, are they immediately at fault? anytime anyone has any contact with that I, f I feel like they kind of saw mark zuckerberg as like this santa claus of responsibility they're like we've got you here now you're on the hook oh they want any control over facebook they can get facebook is access to every person in america that that they can get facebook is the key to finally taking over your life if you're the government and not to sound like a conspiracy nut job but just like that onion article said the government would kill to be able to get you to just freely give them all these things that you freely give facebook but the government this is one thing that bothers me is that the government takes way more from you without your permission they have access to everything they can get in your bank account they know when you're using your phone they have they can record your phone calls they can record when you're not when you're talking in person they can even turn on your cell phone so i mean and and somehow 
we all agree that Facebook is the one to worry about. The, the people that we voluntarily get on their website and use their website, that that's who we worry about. But the government can take it without your permission, and they're just trying to help you. And are, are we really mad that we get cool Kickstarter ads no. instead of snowmobile ads here in the South? Ads you know, are great. Their advertising yeah. is fantastic. It's the best in the world. That's why they make $40 billion. Yeah. I mean... And you know, the the thing is, the more efficient you make advertising, the cheaper everything gets for everyone. It's a, it's a good thing because you should only get ads for things that you care about. And once... Like John said, we're not going to give a snowmobile ad here in Nashville. That saves money because someone isn't wasting money advertising the people that they shouldn't so be advertising to. It's less annoying, to. too. It's like, yeah. I may not want to be seeing ads constantly, but at least it's not for completely irrelevant things. And it's things that you want. Maybe. To Nate's point on the government, I want to wrap this up. I believe you want a snowmobile. <laughs> believe it or not, from... Well, I, I can't allow you to wrap it up until I say my wrap it up. Hold on. Well, Now, you go ahead. I'm just going to... To your point, we, you can, hang up. we can end this whenever we want. This is our show. No one's dictating this but us. Uh, look, to Nate's point on the government, I'm actually going to quote the Onion article again. It's, it's hilarious, but it's so true. It says... Are you really ending with the Onion article? At press time... <laughs> Representative Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee, this is, makes it even funnier because we Cause live in Nashville, <laughs> was asking Zuckerberg to walk Congress through how they could make the Patriot Act into a social media site, <laughs> which is hilarious. But it kind of, so in my mind, and this is kind of an opinion, but what I think really what Congress, what the government wants to do is they want to be able to, to impose fines on Facebook. That's what they want. That's what they ultimately want is like, how can we suck money out of this giant company? And maybe instead of like, you know, finding them, maybe they'll just give us some information, you know, because Facebook won't give us any information. So maybe if we come up with these rules and regulations and how they're somehow supposed to be responsible, even though they're not, we'll finally be able to catch the MS 13s. Yes. <laughs> it's all about the MS 13s. That's what it's all about at the end of the day, you know, those darn. Mexican gang members. Uh, I'm sorry to, sec to have a secondary wrap-up, but this is my actual wrap-up, in that we don't need Mark Zuckerberg to go to Congress to fix this situation. If people are upset about this, the free market takes care of it. And let me tell you how the free market takes care of it, because I get up every single morning and try to trade the stock market. So... Uh, the the week that this came out, and it has not rebounded very much since then, but the week that this came out, Facebook lost $92 billion. Of value. That week. Their company. Can you imagine owning a company that lost $92 billion in one and week? Zuck lost eight. Yeah, his portion of that. So what I'm what I'm saying is the free market already took care of this, guys. Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, if everyone cares so much about this data breach, Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook have learned their lesson. Trust me, because they lost the entire value of the Tesla Motor Company in the span of three days. And look at how their fast value they're making down. changes, too. Yeah. I mean, the new privacy policy, new security control center, they like pop that out in one day. But that's, it's in their best interest to fix this problem and have, it, and have it never happen again. They don't so want more nights leaving Problem Facebook. solved. The market solved it right there. And if they do a better <clears> job, people will come back. That's just the way the market works. Yeah. All right, guys. On to the Whiskey, Whiskey of the, the Week. week. 
This week is a very special whiskey of the week. This whiskey comes from my neighbor across the street. His name's Albert. Very nice guy. Uh, he happens to work at a distillery called Jug Creek. And this whiskey is the Wilson County whiskey. It is a, uh, it's not an aged whiskey. It's the, their new company. Artificial they're, aging process, it says. I do have to say that the that Jug Creek is known for their gin. They are a, a third place world international uh, gin maker. <laughs> so a lot of people like their gin. <laughs> but they also distill whiskey. And he was kind enough to give me a bottle for us to sample on the show here. So I have to say, uh, I told him I'd be honest. So in my honest opinion, it's okay. It's not great. I I can't wait until they come out with their seven-year and 10-year because this isn't bad. Once so, again, I got to give them points for it being different because a lot of the stuff that we try, it's like kind of different flavors of good, but it all kind of tastes the same. This is very different. Very different. Well, this is nowhere near the bottom of what we tried. It's it's well above in the mid-level, to tell you the truth. It's straight, I, I actually, in, straight in the middle with points for creativity. It did not yeah. make the Hall of Shame, for sure. No, no. but uh, to point out the fact that it's alternatively aged, meaning that this has not been aged for as long as most of the whiskeys that we've tried. About a year old. So I like Charlie said I'm pumped to try their 10 year when that when that's there because this is good enough to stand up with all the other ones that we've had. And I a think a couple, couple of tasting notes, super smoky. I mean it, it literally reminds me minus the the fishy flavor. You guys are going to laugh at me. It reminds me of eating smoked salmon. Yeah. The which sm- I love smoked salmon. The smoke flavor. Try this with smoked salmon. Yeah. I get I get like the I taste like the uh, you know the the wood plank that the salmon was cooked on. Yeah, not like it's bad. Like it tastes like. Well, it doesn't wood. taste like fish. Right. No. Yeah, it's like the smoky wood plank that the salmon's cooked on. Now it is a. What's funny is it is a little hot. It's not super strong, but it it does have a little bit of hotness right. to it. I think that is because it's kind of young. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, overall, do you know what this bottle goes for? You know, I wish I would have asked. That one was free. So. Okay. Well, that makes it a let's, ten. Let's pretend. <laughs> well, let's pretend it's forty bucks because I bet you that's about what it costs. Yeah, let's say thirty to forty. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I'm, I would try it for a variation. I'm going mm-hmm. seven. Yeah, uh, I was going to say seven also. Yeah, yep. but <clears throat> send us your ten year. We will give you a fair and unbiased review. Yes. So thank you, Jug Creek and Albert, my neighbor, for this Wilson County whiskey, and that was your. Whiskey of the week. All right. Festive with that one. All right. We got about five minutes to talk about all the problems in the Middle East. Now that you know (laughs) what we've been drinking this entire show, (laughs) on to, uh, you know, who else are we going to talk about but Trump? Good God. Kim Jong Trump. (laughs) Kim Jong Trump. Yep. Uh, He's been at it on the Twitter again, and it's causing more problems, not just crashing Nate's stock market. You know, FDR posted a tweet about bombing Japan, too, so I I feel like it it makes sense. Churchill leveraged tweeting as well. He did. Kennedy Kennedy, uh, tweeted about the Federal Reserve. That's how he got shot. Before we attacked someone, (laughs) we always put out a press release about the fact that we were going to do it with exclamation points (laughs) and all capital letters. Well, (laughs) first of all, let's let's preface this. We're talking about Syria and the chemical attack. And we'll we get into not, all that. And we'll get into all we that. Have to, but we have to throw it out there. We're not laughing about the chemical attacks. No. That's disgusting and terrible. But didn't Trump, can we say suspected chemical attack? Because that yes, is still alleged. Not, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. And yeah. let's, let's jump to the tweet though. The tweet <laughs> was, but, but really, no. First, 
did Trump did Trump or did he not make fun of Obama for always announcing all these plans? And now he's and announced he wanted that to be the smartest bombs yes. are coming. <laughs> yeah. The smartest Go ahead. Bombs. Let's read his tweet. <laughs> Go ahead. Because it's good. Nate, you got it up? Uh, I'm trying to figure out which one is the worst. You got to get out of trolling so, uh, mode. Rush, is it where the Russia vows to shoot down? Like that one right yeah, there? there oh, yeah. So this is Trump tweeting. Oh, man, I wish I had a At Trump real voice. Donald Trump At says. Real. <laughs> Just try. Try your best Trump voice. I can't even imagine the whole whiskey of the week. If it sucks, Russia. we'll all laugh and we'll just continue. I can't. I literally have never tried a Trump voice it's kind before. Of like light dementia. Yeah, yeah, it is. A little bit of New York. It is. Man. No, I'm not going to do a Trump voice. Right. But Russia vows to shoot down any and all missiles fired at Syria, Trump tweeted. That's at real Donald Trump. And then he tweeted again. This is probably in response to whatever uh, Russia at replied. But um, he's tweeted, get ready, Russia, because they will be coming nice and new and smart, in quotation since, marks. Since bombs are nice. <laughs> he, put, uh, he put smart in quotation marks, which actually implies that they're not smart. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't. <laughs> kind of smart. <laughs> you wouldn't be, you shouldn't be partners with a gas killing animal. I don't know if animals can kill gas. I don't even think that that makes sense. <laughs> Who kills his people and enjoys it. He might, he so might he as well have been like, he, he might as well have been like, guess what, Russia? I'm sending freaking sharks with freaking laser beams attached <laughs> to their freaking heads over there. We're taking like, down your submarines with <laughs> dolphins. He's Dr. Evil in the lair. Oh, man. Seriously. <laughs> now, just, we haven't seen what stupidity is about to happen yet. We don't know what's going to go on. Bombs away is in the waiting at bay, ready to... I'm not going to go down this road, but I'm just going to say, man, isn't Trump just so cozy with Russia? That all makes total sense, but doesn't it? what's funny is, you know, we have here that he also said the fake and corrupt Russia investigator. Oh, well, I've just ruined that. <laughs> oh. Trump also blamed the deteriorating U.S.-Russia relationship on the fake and corrupt Russian ex investigation. Sorry, Nate, I'm channeling you. Oh. Up by all the Democrat loyalists, which is funny because it actually... You know, I kind of think the whole Russia investigation is a bunch of hooey, but can I say hooey? I'm sure. Yeah, that's not a sure. Hooey's, yeah. yeah. Hooey's, hooey's clear. You can even say shh. <laughs> I don't that think so. No. I don't think you can. But No, no, Charlie, is it the intent but or is just, it the word? It's just funny because now it sounds like we're sending bombs just to prove that he didn't have something to do with Russia. Yeah. <laughs> it seems just so stupid. And for those of you that don't know what's going on, Syria from USA Today. So... Uh, the rebel Syria Civil Defense Force claimed that 40 people were killed and entire families were gassed to death in Saturday's attack by Assad's forces on the town of Duma. Syrian troops have often been accused of using chemical agents during the nation's devastating seven-year civil war. So what happened following that is the Syrian foreign minister has repeatedly denied using chemical weapons. So Assad's like, yeah, I didn't do it calling the claims a pretext for a military attack. Next, what happened is Russia has denied chemical weapons were used because he's a friend of, of Assad. And Russia's ambassador to Lebanon vowed that any missiles fired at Syria would be shot down and the launch sites attacked. So that's when Trump tweeted out his glorious tweet. He's sending, quote-unquote, kind of smart bombs 
that uh, Russia's not going to be able to shoot down, and he's also sending uh, freaking sharks with freaking laser beams. Next tweet is going to be the smartest, most fabulous, most decimating bombs. It's going to be huge. The biggest, the baddest, <laughs> the most destruction. One of us has to get a good Trump impersonation going sometime. I'm going to work on that. Yes. Yeah. We it's all suck good. at it I'm right honestly now. too embarrassed yeah. to work on it in the car by myself, because I've thought about it, and I won't even do it out loud to myself. Yeah. So... I just can't do it. I'm trying know. to. I'm actually trying to think about how Alec Baldwin does it because he does a really good one. Yeah, so I what's think you his just like? more have to be super spacey and yeah. kind of repeating yourself. And the visual helps too because you got to get the lips and the hand yeah. gestures. You got to be like your that. own personal yeah. hype man. But that was good you, lips and hand gestures there, Charlie. But yeah. we didn't but, get the voice. Didn't I don't have the voice. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Let's get on track here, guys, because we we are running out of time. But what's the speaking whole? Of, hold on. Well, let me of ask tracks, this. No, I'm just kidding. Let God. me ask this question. What's <laughs> that's next week? Yeah. What's what is the whole point of Syria? Right? Like, what what are they fighting about? What's the civil war about? Does America need to get involved? I mean, obviously, I we're, the whole we're point against of chemical Syria weapons is to be a sovereign nation that acts in the best interest of its citizens. Right. Mm-hmm. And so so that's the biggest question here, especially for libertarians or people who love liberty. It's not that we're anti-military, but why does the United States government need to get involved if we're against chemical weapons, right? Because we are. Chemical weapons shouldn't be used on anybody. Any weapons, really. Well, we believe in peace here at the Big Freedom Show. But why, Nate or John, <laughs> why would... Or should the American, or why does the American government want to be involved? I'm not really sure why they want to be involved. This is all a really complicated situation because we have a a country here that's allies with Russia and also allies with Iran. And we're coming in, um, oddly enough, on on the side of the force that's trying to overthrow their government. You'd never imagine that we would help someone overthrow their government. democratically elected government. Yes, their democratically elected government that we have decided we want to help overthrow. And we've done this in the past with some other countries, and, and countries like Iraq and Egypt and Libya, things like that that we've aided. And, 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 you know, it always works out really well. Yeah, the country, you know what they do? As soon as, the, as soon as we get rid of their dictator, they all just immediately start quoting the Constitution and Thomas Jefferson right after that, don't they? They usually descend into an immediate and beautiful theocracy. Well, I mean, yeah. we bombed them into <clears throat> submission. We bombed them into <clears throat> democracy. Yeah. You, you can't force people into this situation. And and honestly, it, it's none of our business. That that's the point that I want to make. It's none of our business. One, uh, we don't have, we don't need to be risking American troops' lives just to get involved in someone else's civil war. Uh, Russia has already, I think, they tweeted that um, they were going to strike against the whoever launched the missiles to strike Syria. They said they were going to shoot down every one of Trump's smart, nice, and new bombs or missiles. Now, is this on one tweet thread? Yeah, it was was going back and forth. And, you know, not to go all Alex Jones here, but we're really just looking for an excuse to be able to take a hit at Russia on someone else's land without starting World War III. That's pretty much all there is to it. Or possibly starting World War III. I mean, I remember... It wasn't that long ago. I think I read a headline about Trump or somebody in the administration saying, we need something to bring America together like another war. But this is a game that we're playing with people's actual lives. There's people suffering here. These are not pawns in a game of chess. We're destroying families. And that's 
it's a it's complete speculation. I'm not saying that Trump is trying to go to war with Russia. That's speculation. But uh, you have to ask yourself, why else would we be there? And keep in mind, I, we don't have time to go through the whole history, but you have to keep in mind the reason you know Syria was basically formed. It didn't the the boundaries of Syria didn't exist even in 1911 when the uh, the Ottoman Empire was basically taken apart. And, you know, the French and the British and the United States after World War I got to decide, like, these are the certain boundaries. And anyway, long story short, what basically this is over, what this civil war is over, is there's, there's no doubt that Assad is a tyrant and dictator. He is. But Assad also is, believes in a part of Islam called, um, Alawit is a basically a form of uh, Shiite sect of the Muslim belief. Which there's and, a lot of divisions in Islam. Some are very, what we would call conservative Islam. They're more following the, the Sunnis. They're following the Quran. Your Southern Baptist. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and then we have more moderate people and then we have probably liberal people that the people on the, the far right side of Islam wouldn't even consider to be Muslims. Well, and you have, well, you have the Kurds too, which are pretty free people. And then the Shiites are a little more strict, but there's a portion of Shiites called the Alawite, <clears throat> which only makes up about 10% of what's in Syria. And Assad and his security forces are part of that type of uh, practicing Islam. And they believe in certain things like um, women can wear more Western type clothes and they drink alcohol and they do certain Like things. cowboy boots and chaps? And yeah, jeans like, maybe. I don't about know. Nashville? Regular shirt. I, don't know. I was just thinking of a Western clothing that they could wear. And anyway, they don't have to wear the <laughs> hibab or whatever it's called. What is that? Hajib. Hajib. <laughs> Or the and, burqa? Or the yeah. burqa. And so, really, this war goes back a long time. And the United States can't do anything about it. That's my point. <clears throat> All the history, if you look at the history of Syria, Syria, and maybe we'll do a whole show on it because it's absolutely fascinating. I think we should. And you can prepare for it. Yeah. It's absolutely <clears throat> fascinating. If you go back and you look at Damascus and all this, you go back to Bible times, it's unbelievable. Um, but really, this war has been going on for a long time. And I pulled up a post from the, the Washington Post back in 2013 when it was talking about this. And it says, why hasn't the United States fixed this yet? And it, it was a perfect response to this question. Because it can't. There are no viable options. And this is the truth. This is why the United States shouldn't get involved. There are no viable options in this civil war between it's a, it's a <clears throat> religious war and a regime war. The military options are all bad. Shipping arms to rebels, which we've done several times, even if it helps them topple Assad, would ultimately empower jihadists and worsen rebel infighting like we've seen in Iraq and Libya and Egypt, probably leading to lots of chaos <clears throat> and possibly a second civil war. The United States made this mistake, as I said, in, in Iraq and Libya, and we're doing this in Syria. And what's even What's even more funny about this is in 2013, the CIA began a covert program to arm, fund, and train rebel groups opposing Assad, but it was shut down after it spent $500 million but only trained 60 fighters. So think about this. How much money are we going to spend going into Syria in a war that we can't win, and if we do 
kill everybody. Who's going to take over? It's just going to be like Iraq and Libya. It's an awful, awful idea. I uh, think we're going to spend about 50 border walls. Yeah. And just think about the fact that all the taxes you pay for the rest of your life aren't going to be enough to pay for half of one of these bombs that's going to get dropped. So if that doesn't make you sick, I don't know what else will. But the thing that I, I guess I have to say about it is that there's always a war. There's always war throughout history. History People look at it and they think, wow, look way back then. That is history. And what people fail to realize is that this is history to someone 100 years from now. And they're going to look back at this and say, yeah, well, there was war. That's what happened. And it's not fair for us to say as a, as a society that, okay, we got our conquest done. You know, we, we took out our territories. Yeah, Hawaii? We, we carved out our borders. We took Hawaii. We took Alaska. We took Texas. And we took Texas. We took all these places from, from Mexico. We took everything from the Native Americans. And guess what? We've carved out our borders, and now everyone around the world has to settle with their borders, too. And, but, that, but and that's that it. That was in the past. <clears throat> that's in the past, this right? This is going to be the past, Th- too. This is going to be the past someday. And someday, when you look back on this, they're going to say, well, that was a civil war, and therefore fighting over this territory and who's going to run it. That's what the Middle East is right now. So I don't like looking at the Middle East and saying they have to stop this. Everyone, these borders are drawn right here. They can't have any wars back and forth about who's going to control what. Because throughout history, everyone has always been trying to take land. They've always been trying to take power. The British did it. The French did it. We did it. All kinds of other countries did it. The only thing we purchased was Louisiana. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And, uh, and I think you know, if I heard right, um, we bought um, we bought New York or Manhattan for the equivalent of twenty four dollars from the buy, Native wait, Americans. Hold on. Didn't we buy Alaska too? Yeah, we did. It's yeah, possible. I was just we bringing did. up the Louisiana purchase. <laughs> <What>, the <laughs> point is, there's always a conquest for land. There's always a conquest for power. And just because ours happened three hundred years ago, and we've settled on this is our society, and our society has progressed to this point now that we aren't having all these civil wars and everything, doesn't mean that every other society around the world is on the same page with you. They're all on their timeline. Their timeline is different from your timeline. We settled our borders. They haven't done it yet. We need to let them settle their own own borders. I don't know what that was. We need to let <laughs> we need to let them settle their own borders. Guys, we're $23 trillion in debt. The biggest threat to your personal liberty and our national security is the devaluation, the crash of our country, the use of your money someday as toilet paper like they've had in a bunch of other countries. And that is the biggest threat to your liberty, not whatever's going on in Syria. And I don't even think... I- I'm not sure, though. I agree with all that, but I'm not sure that we're <laughs> done with our conquest considering we have 500 bases in over 190 <laughs> countries. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're still we're conquesting. We're literally meddling in every Charlie, single war guests. and doing these we're things guests everywhere. that we can't <laughs> afford. So, we're like lice. Gosh. Uh, <laughs> you need to let us know your thoughts on Syria and Facebook, so hit us up, info at thebigfreedomshow.com to send us an email. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Big Freedom Show. If you dare. Mm. And this is the if you dare part. If you want to get in on trolling with Nate on Twitter, that's at Big Freedom Show. Yeah, take a stick, shake it at him, (laughs) poke him in the eye, see what he does. (laughs) Thanks a lot for hanging out with us today, guys. We'll see you next week.